0: Welcome, Chris. Thank you. Glad to have you. It's a trial by fire. So ask your question. (laughs) (laughs) How does bow fishing work? (laughs) We don't know. Simple question.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, so we have been partnered with bear archery for a while now, and we've kind of talked about doing this trip with them for some time. Mm When Alec was there on the marketing team, we talked about getting together and doing it. We met a guy at TAC that was like,
2: you got to come out and bow fish with us. Yeah, he was showing us videos on his phone, and we were like, oh my gosh.
1: Yeah, and so it's obviously grown in popularity the last know, few years that I've seen for sure. And we started, through Go Wild, started selling a bunch of bow fishing products. Mm-hmm. And so I reached back out to him. was like, hey, we're seeing a lot of traction with this. We should do something together. And so Caleb, the the new marketing dude, I was like, yeah, we got to get you guys up. Threw out a couple dates, put it on the calendar. Um, and they are located up in southern Indiana, so it's not hey too yo. far for us. The sunny Sunnyside, <laughs> baby. Go up there. Um, <laughs> and so we put this trip together, kind of hit up a few of the team members that knew how to shoot a bow. Because I thought that would be important, but come to find out, I think anybody
0: could get into this lauren was like why didn't you go and i was like i don't have a bow i've never once shot a bow so
1: yeah <laughs> you
3: could have done it. <laughs> it yeah
0: i wish it would have translated
3: <laughs> yeah
1: so you know it's it's an instinctual shot you mm-hmm. just kind of pull the bow up and draw back and let it fly like okay kind of aiming the direction you want it to go
2: yeah if any of us had a trad bow that we shot like on a regular basis it would be very like totally like a fish to water no big deal yeah but we all shoot compound bows and yep. it's like, I mean, Erica actually did some of this where you actually like kind of pull back and hold. Um, but for the most part, it's totally snap shooting. Like yeah. With a yeah I want
3: to talk about the difference between my bow and your else bow later. But. Oh,
2: okay. D- do it. <laughs> well,
3: I guess it. we should get into how we do it. for Yeah. Just I, I, so my biggest question, and was in, like. so
0: braden spoiler alert, Brayden already explained this to me this morning, but what I didn't get, like, I go to a lake, I see a fish jump out of the water at once every five minutes. Like, what makes... How do you aim at those fish if they're jumping out so rarely, or are you making them jump out? Yeah. Um,
3: yes.
0: Yes. <laughs>
1: yeah. So, normal, if you're out bass fishing or something, you might see a bass or something break Shad. the surface of the water every yeah. once in a while. Yeah. It's not a common occurrence. But these silver carp, that which are an invasive species... Um, they will respond to vibrations in the water and they try to get away from them and they will breach the water. Okay. And so you can actually go out on YouTube and see videos of people in Southern rivers r- just running a, you know, like a John boat up the river and these fish are f- over the bow of the boat, like okay. hitting people. Um, there were, I would say out of the fish we saw, maybe 10, 12 got high enough that they would have smacked one of us. It wasn't Mm -hmm. a ton or were that high. And I don't know if that has to do with the water temperature and where they are or what, but, um, so you're running the outboard around in the lake and Mm -hmm. those vibrations of the motor will actually trigger them to, to jump out. And so, yeah, you'd randomly see them, but for the most part, as we were motoring through, is when they would. You know, yeah. Where Pop you off. are
0: is where they're jumping. Okay.
1: Yeah. yeah, and I was
2: kind of explaining too, like th- we were looking for a frequency, like of like to idle at, like what at what level are they jumping the most? And so it was like, maybe a little faster, maybe a little slower, whatever. But you're, I mean, we never really had a hard time getting them to jump, but there were times where they were jumping more than others, and I think they kind of like would stay. They'd be like, "Oh, that's it, stay right there, stay at that speed." Yeah. Um. So, yeah, that was. That was the deal. That's what got them to jump. And some of them definitely, I mean, some, some of them were shoulder height um, mm-hmm. on me. Like they jump and I just see a fish like kind of almost eye level just like jump back in. And yeah. they, some of them really get up, but for the most part, What made it really hard is they don't jump super high. Mm -hmm. And so you have milliseconds. Like, you're back there just waiting, waiting, waiting. You're like, when I see what I'm going to shoot. And then at the beginning, most of us definitely let a few pass where we were just like, oh, my gosh. Where did that come from? How would that happen? Like, okay, get ready for the next one. And and then you've got four or five that all jump at once. And you're like, I'm going to shoot that one. By the time you pick, they're all in the water. I mean, it was like a lot of – like, nervous energy. I was up there just like, ah, ah. my When we <laughs> first got on the boat, they,
1: you know, they set us up with bows. They get, get each one, one of us set up and kind of explain how they work because they mm-hmm. are a little different. You have to knock the arrow a certain way because there's a, you know, the, I don't remember what he called that thing that holds the line. But the, it's on the arrow.
2: Oh, and like a slider to, thing. Yeah. And yeah. so you
1: have to make sure that's in front of the rest and, you know, mm-hmm. there's some, some details. You have to push the button like a fishing fishing reel okay to make sure the line feeds out and there's like a special reel that attaches to your bow Yep. yeah and the two different types of reels that we were using was uh what they call a spinner which is basically like a zebco Mm -hmm. type you know like you give your kids or like what most people start fishing with and then we had bottle reels okay so i it almost looks like a um like a fly reel in some regard, mm-hmm. like the way it's just a little round, narrow reel, and then there's a literally a plastic bottle that f- the line feeds into.
3: Like and it doesn't wrap around a, yeah. a coil when you reel spooled. it in; it's just like going into the bottle. I okay, yep. which I thought yeah. it was
2: interesting. I thought we'd be tangled galore. I didn't that, understand you know? that just, science. All of them I didn't just either. Balled up in there, but mm-hmm. and it yeah. wasn't like any there. There was no form or fashion to it. It was really just dumped into a bottle so how do you reel back in if
0: the line is all just in the bottle is there still
3: there was a reel so this was cajun bow fishing Mm -hmm. which is owned by bear right yep um it's like the bow and then there's a reel on it with like the crank Mm -hmm. and then there's like a bottle behind it so they did have some that were definitely like, they went on the reel, like the mm-hmm. spinner ones that they talked about. Is that right? Yeah, and we didn't had.
1: use those kind because th- they're more complicated, apparently, in how you push the button when you push the button. Okay. Yeah.
3: So you they
0: gave beginners. us the bottles. They gave yeah. you the dummy ones. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
3: Okay, but sure. when you reeled, it just, like, somehow went into, into the into bottle, bottle. And then you would basically, so when you were ready, you would put, put the bow on mm-hmm. or put the put the arrow on there was a line that was hooked to the tip of your arrow that went into the the reel and mm-hmm. into the bottle and then you clicked the reel like you would do for your fishing and then you pull back and let go like you were whatever like you were bow hunting <laughs> yeah. and the Arrow would take off. Ow! <laughs> that was just yeah. a shoulder. <laughs> That's my shoulder. Put her bird holding flew that into the window or something. <laughs> um, you pull back and then let go, and the string would go with the arrow, okay. and then you would either hit a fish or not. Mostly, you didn't Mostly hit the not. fish, but
0: so I mean, did all three of you hit a fish? Yes. Yeah, okay. we yes, did. Nice. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I
2: tried really hard not to. It was getting late. <laughs> I was telling them my my fun meter when I first got there was like at the very very top and i'm having a great time and then jacob shoots a fish then jacob shoots two fish then erica shoots a fish then erica shoots two fish and i'm back there just like okay and my fun meter started to go down and my serious <laughs> meter started to come up and i'm back there like you're not leaving here without shooting a fish so i'm getting serious like not joking around anymore and finally hit one and my fun meter went back to the top <laughs> and i had a great time for the rest of the time but yeah I, uh, I don't think i could have handled the ridicule if uh if i didn't shoot one and of it's- course
1: like in typical fashion we had try to turn it
2: into a competition (laughs) yeah yeah for like 20 minutes and then
3: (laughs) it was your idea and
2: then all of a sudden team cajun just starts like one two three four (laughs) and they're like all right we're gonna stop shooting because every time you hit one you have to stop the boat okay and yeah they're like we're gonna let you guys just have fun
3: yeah (laughs) the other fun thing is the boat is going around the lake the entire time you're doing this so you gotta Mm -hmm. get your sea legs and like you're shooting oh yeah and these fish so like you would go around the lake and there would be times when you hit the perfect spot and the engine, the motor was like going at the right cadence, where they would just be jumping out of the water left and right, like something like a frenzy. And we would all be like, ah, and like <laughs> we'd be shooting, but then you'd have to reel it back in and then get it all right. And mm-hmm. they'd be jumping, and you'd try to get another shot off. And
1: it never it failed. Was wild. It would never fail if you had sh- if we got in one of those flurries, because mm-hmm. there were times where it'd be like. A couple random ones would pop off. Yeah. But if we got in one of those flurries and you shot and missed, you would be rigging your arrow and one would present like a perfect broadside <laughs> shot every time. It it's, never failed. It's Does literally
2: like they knew it was crazy. It
0: sounds like the opposite of fly fishing. Like you go out and you're like tying flies and you go so slow and you're like sitting out there calmly like I'm going to work and perfectly lay this fly out. And this is like an arcade game. It's just fish everywhere and you're just like shooting like crazy. So did you enjoy it? Like, I think you had said you didn't know how much you would enjoy it. Like, how do you feel about it afterwards?
1: Yeah, it's funny. Like, I thought it would be cool because it's a new experience Mm -hmm. and something I haven't tried yet. Um, And I really don't like these fish. So these fish screw, screw up fish. they screw up lakes and fishing and you can look in online at how they have messed up the fishing at Kentucky Lake and stuff. And so I I really don't like these fish. So I was excited to <laughs> take some out. <laughs> yeah. But I'd I said when we got off the boat, it's like it's been a while since I've had this much fun on a boat. That's awesome. It you know, my heart rate was up when we first started motoring around trying to get it going. Braden and I are standing up there just like childish <laughs> anticipation, <laughs> just can't wait. Uh, it was an absolute blast. Uh, I had a ton of fun. Sounds and, awesome. And it was, it, you know, Braden talked about like that valley from not shooting any. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like I ever, at any point, was like, I'm ready to go. Mm-hmm. It was almost, we watched the clock and I'm like, we have a three hour drive ahead of us. We probably should leave. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I never. Uh, I never wanted to leave, but I got very serious of like. <laughs> this is no longer just we're out here messing around i have to shoot a fish yeah. like this is i cannot be letting opportunities go yeah.
3: and, well and the cajun bow fishing guys they have done tournaments before oh like yeah. they were very good at it so yeah. they were getting some and we hadn't yet and then mm. jaga finally did and then they'd be getting more and then We were like, oh, gosh, we suck.
1: (laughs) And that first fish that Lucas got was big. It was the biggest one of the day. Yeah. I mean, you're talking fish that big. Yeah. That's awesome.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Like feet. (laughs) Yeah. And they were heavy, too. Like, you'd have to pull in. You couldn't really just crank it in. I mean, you could, but they're so big that they'd come in broadside, and you're, like, lunking that through the I think I saw you with one on a hook or
1: something. Yeah. Yeah yeah so they the arrow kind of the way the arrow set up we described the ro- the line and all that stuff mm-hmm. but the broadhead itself is kind of like a field point like you what you've seen a shoot just practicing mm-hmm. but then it has and Braden brought up the point of frog gigging. it it looks very similar to like a frog gig spikes pointed back okay so there's an arrow and then there's four spikes that point backwards so they're soft-sided fish mm-hmm. arrow goes through the fish and then those barbs is what brings okay.
0: them back to you hopefully sometimes they rip through yeah which we found out Yep. and then what do you do after you've shot a fish like are you just do you have a big pile of fish on ice or are you just these are invasive species screw these fish you throw them back in and they're dead like how's that work
2: yeah you you puncture the airbag and then mm-hmm. you send like well, that's what the the game wardens would want you to do like yeah. they Say like they don't want you just like throwing them off to the side, or mm-hmm. you know, if you want to keep them and eat them, you're allowed to do that. But they want you to sink them, okay, um, so that they just go to the bottom and become food for other become fish. Become a and, warning
0: for all the other fish. Yeah. Out there. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. put
2: them on a stake <laughs> on the front of
3: Don't you reproduce head. or else? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: So they have a gaff, a gaff hook, mm-hmm. which is usually you bring it in. I mean, there were times where the arrow would have punctured the the air bladder, mm-hmm. but most of the time they would take the gaff puncture the air bladder, and then you just toss them back okay. in. So
2: you guys didn't eat any of them? No. I'm, yeah. I have no desire to eat those fish. Yeah. I don't know. They you said, could. They said they used to be like a, a delicacy in, was it? Europe. Europe. Yeah. They, then they, they're they the ones that brought them here. Okay. Um, Because they wanted to eat them, and then they just, you know, apparently their gestation rate is super crazy and they grow super fast so it's just like they're just pressuring out the other
0: fish Mm -hmm.
2: yeah what is it so they they eat the food that other fish want to eat or is it that they just take up so much space and just mess up the habitat or what is they
1: they eat lower down the food chain so they will I can't remember if they're filter feeders or how they they eat, but mm-hmm. their
2: eyes are on the bottom, so yeah. I
1: guess that would make. Dude, they are hideous fish. They're you just weird. they, <laughs> yeah, because their eyes they, are so far lower.
3: I thought the Cajun bow fishing guys were saying that they were filter feeders. Like sometimes you can see their. So,
1: so that's a different the oh, big, that's the big, the head. big yeah. head big carbs, oh, yeah, because okay. you'll see them. They said you'll see their mouths just like there at the surface sucking okay. in food, but yeah, so they'll eat the plankton or vegetation stuff that prevents the next step from surviving that the, the bluegill and the minnows and those smaller bait fish will eat, which okay. then in turn affects the bass fishing. Okay. But from a sheer numbers, the videos that I've seen in Kentucky Lake by the dam and stuff, I mean, you could walk across these fish. There's so many of them there. And so there might be an element of them choking out, yep. you know, just the habitat, but yeah, they are, they are a problem and they are yeah. spreading fast.
3: They were saying that, um, and, like, Kentucky Lake or a couple other ones that they've been to that there are so many there that you could literally shut your eyes. I mean, that you probably shouldn't do that with a bow, but <laughs> yeah. you could shut your eyes and pull the trigger, and you would definitely get one.
2: Yeah, you're not even, like, aiming at a fish. You're just, like, it's just a big pile. school yeah. pile yeah. of, yeah.
3: But yeah. that was one way that you – you can bow fish. They were saying that some other ways they do, like, the hunting of the carp, the big mm. heads, and that you guys can correct me if I get this wrong. No, right. But basically, um, they go out when it's dark, and they have the boat. Oh, and there was, like, lights all all over the boat. So we yep, went right. out, and it was dark, and there were lights on the perimeter and stuff. But what you do for the big head carp, I guess, is that you kind of – Go out and you see based on the water like there's ripples and stuff or you can see their lips kind of coming out and you locate where one is and then you basically turn off the lights of your boat and it's dark and you kind of let the water drift you over to it mm-hmm. so you sneak up on it which is more of like a hunting thing yeah which seems like your heart would be like oh god, okay <laughs> yeah. like, kind of like deer mm-hmm. hunting or turkey hunting when you're calling something in or you see one come in and then once you got close to where the fish was going to be you would kind of draw and be ready and there's like light pedals on the boat mm-hmm. and you would click it with your foot and you'd already be drawn and the lights would come on and you would just like bam Get it. And that sounds fun. Yeah, or sometimes it wouldn't be there anymore. Yeah, yeah. And You'd spook
1: it off or whatever. Yeah. But yeah.
2: Those things were massive. They were like big. The yeah. ones we were shooting were big, but, like, he was saying they were, like, 60-some pounds. These and, and Do the big heads jump out of the water as well, or? Not. No. Uh, they know. might, but that's not how they hunt them. He was yeah. saying, like, they're mostly, they're sitting there, like, sifting, like, letting the oh, water right. kind of come through. They're just, like, in a vertical position, and so they... Like you can see them, but they're not jumping out of the water. You're shooting okay. down in. Um, and they actually said they shoot like down into the mouth. That's how, like, what okay. they're aiming for in okay. that situation. But, All right. Yeah. Next question. Now I want Erica
0: to tell me about the bugs. So <laughs> I, saw oh. a, I saw a video at night and it looks like there's a rainstorm or something behind Brayden, and it's just bugs. It everywhere. was like a Fear Factor episode.
1: What Erica were they? May?
3: May? There was mayflies. I'm May sure there flies. were midges
1: and stuff too, but there's a lot of okay. mayflies.
3: I, okay, so at one point it gets dark and we have the lights on, and it just gets like worse and worse by the minute. Where I would say every inch around us had a bug <laughs> in it, flying around, swarming us. And it typically got worse when we had to stop the boat because of um the someone someone caught caught a fish. Mm-hmm. And the lights would be there, and I'm not kidding you, every bug, everything with wings from here in like a mile radius was just around (laughs) us. It looked like we were in a tornado Mm -hmm. of flies or mayflies what were you you were saying something uh oh like you could hear you said you could could hear hear them
2: hitting bumping into each other like they don't make sound but you can hear them like they they were just so many of them like per square inch that they're just freaking
3: bam 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 bam,
2: bam. and it sounded like a light kind of static it was like (laughs) it was (laughs) weird and they were everywhere so were you mentally prepared for that to happen like no no no, (laughs) no
1: no we went into this with um basic information of show up be here we'll go get dinner then mm-hmm. we'll go over to the lake yeah and that was really kind of there's a lot of prep that we were not given
2: yeah and but that kind of made it fun too it was like yeah. just like kind of a, like a sink or swim situation like he was like here's how the bow works and there was no like uh i ended up learning a few principles that like helped me actually shoot fish but like from the beginning it was literally just sink or swim get out there figure it out like they're gonna jump get ready don't shoot each other here's the basics of like the don't break the bow kind of situation and basically and just keep shooting yeah like, yeah just, shoot, yeah, shoot, just shoot. shoot he's like you'll figure it out just don't stop shooting like okay. take like his instinctual shooting you can't really there's no really way to teach someone how to instinctually mm-hmm. shoot you have to shoot to learn how to instinctually shoot. <laughs> Were you all shooting your own bows or did they bring bows yeah. for you to no. use? They just had a big chest full of yeah. like, like, all right, you're going to use this one. You're going to use this
0: one. you can use this one. And yours was different in some way?
3: Yeah. I thought it was. I don't know. Okay. So in the beginning, it was all cool. I had a junior bow, hmm. Um, but towards the end, I was like, I cannot shoot this anymore. Like I'm also weak. <laughs> okay, than most people. But do you think, okay, so my, like the cams, is that what mm-hmm. they're called? They were like oval, right? So that you could.
2: You had a let off. It
1: was a let off bow. Yeah. A on the, let off. Like on the the your back. compound bow.
3: Right. So do you think that, because it felt like if I pulled just a little bit, that wasn't going to be enough for me to get that much weight to really puncture the fish. So it was almost like I had to pull it and like pull it past the let off. The valley the valley yep. for it to go was your all's like that
2: so mine was a little bit where like he kept ted kept telling me you need to pull back farther you need to pull back farther because i was trying to be fast like mm-hmm. i would see him and I'd just be like Phew! like i would just freak out and like i turned my left forearm yeah. into freaking ground, ground hamburger <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean it's just sore as heck and i asked one of them actually i was like how do i i think it was caleb i was like how do i avoid that? i know how to avoid this with my compound but he's like the same way you idiot basically like you're, it's the same principles and head out of the, way. the problem is i'm grit. like i was so was torqued just up, i'm just white knuckle gripping gripping <laughs> this bow i don't want to drop the bow all this stuff but then i figured it out later but um, what was i talking about Shoot.
3: the different oh yeah yeah he the was draw. telling
2: me that i i needed to draw back farther mm. and that didn't make sense to me because I was like man they're in the air for such a short amount of time like I, I can't do it and then Caleb was like I'm, I'm watching him a little bit and he said to me you're trying to shoot them out of the air too much he's like look at where they're going to land and shoot where they're going to land which then gives you a little more time than trying to shoot them at the apex when they're actually in the air it gives you just a little more time for them to fall which is more time to pull back and so I started learning like okay, see them start to pull back, and then once they land, let it go, and you kind of are hitting them most of the time, which Jacob did something cool, but I'll let him tell that story, but uh, most of the time, you're hitting them, like, after they hit the water, and you're trying to, like, kind of lead them a little bit, and, like, that's what ends up, you know, being the most successful, like, giving you the most time to actually hit them, but uh, it's, uh, it was really difficult to hit them out of the air, I guess yeah. is what I'll say about yeah. that and that's my, like from YouTube videos and stuff, like my interpretation of what bow fishing is is you you you've got these fish jumping and you're just you know shooting them out of the air like uh, Fred Bear or something but <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah well, I guess I wish I would have tried your all's because I kept looking at you guys and you were just going like <laughs> and like yeah. mine was like <laughs> yeah like
2: oh, yeah. that and yeah. so
3: I could there wasn't like I also wasn't strong enough either to just sit there and like rip it yeah. all the way back and like mm-hmm. get over that valley, to get through the
2: valley. it was hard yeah. dude i punched myself in the face a couple times because i would dude. go oh just pulled my headset off uh i would like pull back so fast and like and be, be letting letting like mm. when i was doing good like with my good shots i would be like that i would finish with my my other arm kind of like would rip off the back i just let go um, but there's a couple times where the fish would go to a weird spot and I would follow it and then <laughs> just like <laughs> slam my arms. Literally just, of just body. turned my arms and <laughs> I just slammed. I hit my eye and my nose. I didn't say anything because I didn't. I hope nobody saw it, which I don't think they did. Yeah. <laughs> Ted will rescue myself out now. Saw yeah, that. Yeah.
1: So, like, more difference about the bows, and so Erica was drawing a let off bow, which is more similar to like the compound bows that we hunt with. Mm-hmm. We had what they call continuous draw, so you can keep going, 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 and so you would break it basically. Yeah. Um, and so those were quicker to let the arrow fly because you don't have to get through that valley. Mm-hmm. The thing about the kid, the, the more um, let off bow. No. No. Is that you could pull back and theoretically hold it longer to okay. wait for a shot. You know, if there's a bunch of them jumping up and you want to pick one out, you can, in theory, do that easier than you could with ours because you'd be holding more yeah, weight. You're
0: not holding the tension. Yeah. yeah. No
3: yeah. But that's when I got my fish, though. I would, when I was like holding it, when we would see like a flurry coming, mm. I would start to like hold it and versus like, I had a lot of troubles with the reaction time. Yep. So, like, I would that's just hard. have it held and like, wait and then Mm. like go we probably should
1: have switched you into one of those continuous draw bows but well i
3: don't know i really liked what i had i did did like that yeah
2: the let off what that means for those that don't know is like it's literally letting off probably it's like usually from 80 percent of the total poundage of the bow and i think yours was a 35 to 40 pound bow i'm weak and so (laughs) back there you're not holding 35 to 40 pounds you're holding a lot less so it yeah. allows you to kind of hang out it's mm-hmm. still not easy but it allows you to kind of hang out with ours if you pulled back you were sitting there holding the full amount of the weight and so mm-hmm. we couldn't really i mean if you want to do that you couldn't do it for very long yep. um that yeah those
1: bows for people out there listening to this that do bow hunt and you're shooting 70 pounds brayden and i were not shooting 70 pounds these are still 40 pound bows yeah. for mm-hmm. the most part that you're shooting
2: Yeah, because there's there's an equal amount of, like, speed of draw, and you want speed going forward as well. So, like, if you're not going far enough back, like, it's faster to pull back and let go quickly, but then your velocity is down. So then you end up shooting a slower arrow, and it doesn't end up where you expect it to. So, like... Learning the balance of like exactly how far to pull back in fast enough time with enough time for or with enough velocity to get like the arrow to end up where you want it to at the time you want it to. Like, there's just a lot of like having to do it and figure it out. Yeah, like no one can tell you, like, okay, pull back for about 0.75 seconds, and then like there's no real you know teaching or whatever because yeah. it's going to be different for everybody. And, um, yeah, but it once you Once you kind of get the hang of it, you're like, oh, I understand how this works. But, like, I could not tell you my method of, like, how I was doing it. I can tell you, like, a big thing that helped me was at first every fish I saw jump, I ripped a shot. And, like, even if it wasn't, you know, perfect, I'd be, like, looking kind of off to the left. And one would jump more to my right. I would swing and I would just let it rip, you know, because I had no idea what I was doing. I didn't know where I was going to end up. And I just was trying to figure it out. Towards the end of the night, I kind of picked a zone. So I played baseball, and this is sometimes what you would do, is you would pick, like, okay, you know, I'm going to sit on this pitch. I'm going to sit on a fastball outside part of the plate. Mm -hmm. Like, I kind of started doing that with bow fishing where I was like, okay, I'm going to focus in this, you know, four or five-foot region, and if a fish jumps in there, I'm roughly going to be shooting in this area so I would be able to pull back, have the time, and actually Mm -hmm. shoot the fish. But trying to shoot them all... I was just like all over the place, and then I'd be reeling when the f- perfect fish would jump in the perfect spot that I wanted it to that I was waiting for, and I wouldn't get a shot um yeah. yeah
1: that's what it's it's crazy there's it's like a the patience type thing, you know, mm-hmm. like he had to have patience to wait for that spot, but it's so fast, like it's your so patience fast, is yeah. so, short. <laughs> yeah, it's
2: so fast yeah. it, was, it was fun
3: they the Cajun bow fishing guys they picked a good event i guess or like type of activity for us to have enough time to figure it out plus mm. it like really got us into it i think
2: yeah he he compared he was like what we're gonna do is more akin to dove hunting than to like deer hunting the big head bow fishing and stuff like that they were talking about that's more like deer hunting where it's like a big game where you kind of like there's more of like a, there's strategy, there's like kind of a sneaking up element to it where you're going after one fish, where what we are doing is you're just like kind of going for volume and just trying to get amongst them and let them go and you're just ripping shots and, yeah. you know, shooting a lot of them. So it's more of like fast paced, high action. But Ted was even like, dude, I've done, like I've shot thousands and thousands of these things. Like I prefer to big head hunt or big head bowfish now because it's just like, it's a little bit more of a challenge. It's different. You know, yeah. it's, you're hunting one fish. Whereas what we were doing, is just you know straight dopamine the whole time yeah. like, yes. <laughs> you're just like ah! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: and so like the the makeup of this lake was kind of interesting when we got there i asked so what's what's the average depth kind of like because mm-hmm. it's muddy water you can't see you yeah. anything um there's cypress trees stuck up everywhere but you have no concept of how deep it is or anything and they said where the area that we were in probably averaged six feet and where we would see the most activity, I heard Ted talking a few times about these flats, like shallow flats. Mm-hmm. And so it's almost like the fish were more responsive. And when you got them in that shallower water and they have less room to, you know, where to go, and Yeah, that would be these flurries when we'd hit those spots okay. and it was pandemonium. It was fun.
0: So we're selling bow fishing gear. Like we're starting to sell a lot of it. Yep. For somebody getting into bow fishing, like how do you even start? if do you find a bow fishing group that's near you that you can go out and have an experience like you guys did, or do you just go out like you have a boat and you just go for it? You know, like how do you get into it? I actually was talking to my wife about this.
1: Um, because I think if you think about bow fishing as though we did it, mm-hmm. it's very prohibitive because yeah. we had like a fully kitted out boat meant for this. Thinking. Yeah. Huge boat, wide deck, tons of walking area, you know, the light system, all that stuff. That was an expensive kit. Um, but, From the boat perspective, like you could do it in a little John boat if Mm -hmm. you can get out there with a trolling motor and and find these fish or whatever you, you know, however you can get out and motor around. That is an option. But then there's a lot of people that will just straight up walk ashore of a creek. Because, I mean, where I smallmouth fish, I see a ton of carp just in shallow water. Yeah. And you just don't want to spook them is really the only thing there. And so you can do it that way too. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, From the kit perspective, what's great about Cajun is they sell these kits ready to go. You literally just have to put it all together and take it out to the water. Mm-hmm. So it comes with the arrows, the the reel, the rope, or the line, you know, all that stuff ready to roll. Um, and it's not, you know, it's like you were kind of saying earlier, is anybody that can go, you don't have to have any kind of prior bow experience at all. Um, if
2: you've watched somebody shoot a bow on mm-hmm. anything, you kind of figure out That's how cool. to draw it. Yeah, I had never shot a trad bow in my whole life. And like that is definitely the most transferable skill to what we were doing, yeah but we've like we all figured it out in one night um but like i'm I'm not necessarily interested in i mean I am if I had money I was mad at, you know, I'd have a bow fishing boat for mm-hmm. sure, but what I'm most like intrigued by and what I'll probably end up doing is getting a rig so that I can frog gig like I really like at my grandpa's farm, we have this big quarry, and there's gigantic frogs there, and being able to shoot them and then like reel them in um is is a really cool thing and then we also have a couple of carp in there that probably need to go. So while I'm fishing I might just have it in that boat with me and if I see one I might just go ahead and pop it. Um but yeah there's the there's different kinds of bow fishing for sure and like I think most folks would be doing it where they're actually on their feet like in a okay. kind of wading or on the on the bank looking for them okay. um, and i'm sure there are guides out there because you know even yeah, the, the cajun
1: guys talked about going out with some people in places and so you know look it up and see what's out there if you want to do it the way we did i'm sure somebody uh, exists you know a group out there that mm-hmm. talks and ha- people have boats and want to take new people out yeah i'm sure you can find something to jump shoot the jumpers
2: awesome. well ted uh said he was down in louisiana and I think you said it was Louisiana, and they were shooting reds uh, yep, red from fish. a fan boat. Yep. like that'd be sick. <laughs> that'd be a lot of fun. And then you, obviously, those are eaters. You're gonna keep those mm-hmm. and eat good that night. So, um, I don't know if they jump. They probably just shoot them when they're tailing.
1: Yeah, I Imagine. mean, it's like flats and stuff where you can see their tails and yeah. shoot at them. That would be a ton of fun. That would be kind of like I would almost see it as kind of in between the the big heads and the yeah. silvers where there's you know you're chasing them in shallow water and shooting at them yeah. versus them jumping but um yes those would be fish you would for sure eat the yeah. only thing that would be different in that scenario is if you you do limits on redfish mm-hmm. so you go you shoot your limit you're mm-hmm. done like mm-hmm. you could be done in an hour yeah, yeah. whereas what we did we started at 6 30 <laughs> yeah. and got off the water at Midnight. almost 1 a.m oh, yeah. wow! Okay. So and okay. so uh you know you you get a lot more fun out of shooting the invasive stuff that yeah. there's no limits on awesome mm. it was a blast I would do it again It
3: was fun. yeah for sure yeah. had it not been so fun I don't think I would have loved, loved the bug tornado <laughs> <Yeah>. so much <laughs> but it was a good time
2: yeah you were sitting there when all the bugs were going off and you said this is like a fear factor episode and oh, it made me yeah. laugh and I inhaled like <laughs> a handful <laughs> of these bugs and it made me laugh even more it was just like a bad cycle <laughs> but, yeah it was well, definitely worth all the bugs, and it was a great time.
1: Definitely something you should check out. Um, obviously, you know, if you don't want to go drop 300 $400 on a setup, you try to find a, a group locally that mm-hmm. I'm I'm sure these people, and I'm meaning like bow fishing people, will love to share the sport yeah. uh, oh, yeah. if you just hit up somebody that you find out there and, yeah. and go. But big shout-out from our crew to the, the Cajun guys for taking us out, fed us, treat us like kings. Yeah. You know, there's really – helped us get all the fish in which saved us time and gave us more shots and
2: they really they really did it upright Um, yeah one more thing real quick before we wrap it the cool thing about bow fishing is like our compound bows that we deer hunt with you're not gonna i'm not gonna let erica shoot my bow and she won't let me shoot hers because it's like set up for us specifically Uh, these bow fishing bows like you can you can pass them around and anybody can use them there's no like customization that you can really mess up Um, so that was just One thing I wanted to throw Mm -hmm. out there. It's not like you have like you don't need your own bow to go with people. Like if they have a bow, they would let you use it, I'm sure. Yeah. Draw length, a site, setup,
1: all that stuff doesn't matter on these. You can adjust the draw weight. Yeah. Um from person to person really Mm -hmm. easy. But yeah, it is it does translate very well to sharing. All right, well, if you are listening, make sure you log this show and go wild. We've got a ton of cool reward stuff coming up this summer with our partners, GunBroker, free shirts, stickers, who knows what else, fun stuff we're going to come out. So log this episode and, and go wild, and then we will see you all next week. Bye. See you.
0: Bye, y'all.